Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's daily podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Rudy. Today is August 15th. The time is about... 3.30 3.30 p.m. Ready and Newman PC has been conducting conference calls from past 10 years. If you have any questions, please raise your hand. If you're a newcomer, let our team know you're a newcomer. And you need to put your camera on and let our team know you're a newcomer. Good, Gayatri. Hi, Rahul. Yes, go ahead. Rahul, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Go ahead, sir. Hey, Rahul, I have a situation. <clears throat> we applied as a family. Uh, my wife was primary and my kids and myself was dependent. And uh, we applied in EB2, uh, but before we interfile in EB3, uh, my wife and both kids were uh, approved under EB2, so they were already done about Two and a well, half months. Wait, wait, wait. I'm a bit confused. Did you file an EB2 and then you you wanted to, to downgrade to EB3? Oh, I'm a bit right. confused. We we applied for EB3 and when EB2 date was current, but even before we applied for EB2, the EB3 file is processed without even applied for EB2. So that's fine. So two kids and wife so has been two two kids and wife got the approval. Wife is the main applicant. Right. And now my file moved from Nebraska to Lee, Montana, about two and a half months ago. In your wife's application, green card, does the approval say E2 or E36? Wow, I don't know that. Do you have your wife's green card with you? No, I was do the not. date current? Was it was the date current for EB3 at the time her green card is approved? No. It was current under EB2. She already has EB2. And no, but was it current on EB3? It was current for a month and then they retrogressed. But by the time the green card was approved, it, uh, EB3 was not approved. Oh, no, not, current. not current. Was EB2 current? Yes. I need to know what the, what the thing says on the green card. Uh, Next question. So you asked, do you, you ask me? No. You yeah, do you have me? it? Let me see. EB2 or EB3? Like, it says, it says E26 or E36. E26 means EB2. E36 means EB3. So let's say whatever happened. Uh, can no, they still I don't want to go into speculation. If you don't have time to get it, come back next time. Sorry about that. Next person. Okay. Okay, thank you. Manoj. Hey, all. Uh, this is Manoj. I'm the first time caller here. Uh, 
Um, so I have an EB2 priority date, September 2013, which is current. I downgraded like most of them in October 2020. Uh, and I changed my employer six months ago. Uh, they filed the 485J um, under EB3, which was approved. Uh, both I-140 and EB2 and EB3 approved from my previous employer. Uh, the current employer filed the 485J and I joined them in October 2021. So I'm trying to see what are my options now. I mean, they don't want to refile. Inter they can't be able to interfile because I changed employment and it's tied to I-140. So I'm trying to get some opinion from you. What are my options? You can do self-porting. It's not a foolproof method. It may work. It may not work. Oh, uh, what's that? Sorry. Uh, it's called self-porting. Self-porting. Self you request a USCIS. And tell them, hey, buddy, I want to be approved under EB2. Here is my EB2 I-140 approval. They may honor it. They may not honor it. If you want to try it, you can okay. have a consultation. But it's not a foolproof good method to do it. It may work. It may not okay. work. Okay. Okay. Next person, please. If your previous company does it, it works properly. If your current company does it, it has very, it has very good chance. If both don't want to do it, you want to do it. There's about 30% chance it may work. Next person, please. Yeah. Ram, go ahead. Ram? Sai Chandra. Yes, sir, can you hear me? Yes, go ahead. Hey, sir. So yes. here is my situation. Um, so uh, refile the um, mm -hmm. 85. Um, everything is in NBC, 140 mm -hmm. approved. Fingerprints are done, but this is uh, in May 26th, and uh, so far uh, no status updates. It's about 80 days. I want to see if this is really normal or anything I should expect. 80 Maybe days, 485 is pending. Is that your question? Yeah, at NBC. Yeah, that's normal. Nothing odd about it. Next person, please. Okay. Uh, Thank you. Hi, Rahul. Good afternoon. This is Chand, and uh, I'm the first time I'm a newcomer for your uh, sure. first. Uh, the thing is, that I actually, I mean, presently I'm on H1B. And the H1B is about to expire on uh, September 9th. And uh, I'm actually expecting my GC in the next 15 to 20 days, as it says, new card is being produced. And my question is, uh, my wife, she still didn't receive her H4. My only question is, since uh, it's going to expire on uh, next month. September. Yes. So, so wait, 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 son. So you got the green card, but your wife did not get the green card. No, I still didn't get it. It says new card is being produced. So, I'm so most, probably it's, be most probably it's approved. But your wife, she did not, the online status doesn't say that. And the, the H1B is expiring in September 9, 2022. You didn't file the extension. No, not yet. So I'd like to know Do if I need to file it or can she be a GCEAD? She has a GCEAD, right? Yes, she has a GCEAD. Absolutely. She can be in GCEAD. You can't even extend her, her H4 if you have, have already got the green card. She can stay in GCEAD. Absolutely not a trouble. Okay, after that, uh, it's it's not going to impact her in any way, right? She can still leave the country if she wants to. Under. Absolutely, no problem. 
She can oh, do okay. what she wants to. It won't negatively affect her. Okay. Thank you. Thank you very much, Rahul. Appreciate it. Next person. Wish you best of luck. Oh, thank you very much. Next Morali. person. Hello, Rahul. Um, I yes, got sir. EB3. Um, I got EB3. I-140 approved in September 2020, originally EB2, uh, I-140. We filed a new 485 um, on EB2 this April. My EB3 so wait, wait. also- did you, did you file 485 in October of 2020? Yes. I filed I-485 using EB3, not downgrade. They just, they just put in a new IM, I-140. So they, they, yeah, but EB2, when you say you filed EB2, do you mean to say I-140 or 485 recently? 485. My original priority date is February 2013. I-140 through EB2 is approved in 2015. So, okay, so you, when I did you file EB2 485? April this year. Keep going. Um, and I got a notice saying that the visa retrogression or whatever they said, basically visa numbers are not available. So they transferred my 485 case from NBC to Texas Service Center. That was for the EB3 case. And today okay. they sent, uh, today when I looked at the USCIS update, status update, it says that my EB2 485 also was transferred to Texas Service Center. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, I can understand EB3 because my priority date is not current, but for EB2, why did they yeah, send it back to I Texas? would like you to raise a congressman request. I want you to go to the local congressman's office, go to the case assistants, tell them that your priority date is current, they have moved, uh, and uh, they are telling that the visa numbers are not available. It may catch their attention. It may not catch their attention, but under the current circumstances, there is nothing else that I can suggest you. Okay. okay. All okay. right, thank you. Next person, please. Arun? Yes, uh, hi, Rahul. Uh, first time I'm here. Um, I'm in a situation that uh, my uh, current employer uh, not willing to sign uh, 485J. I recently got an... Uh, RFE from USCIS uh, because EB3 downgrade happened uh, from in 2020. Uh, I so... know that I, I know the RFP. So he doesn't want to sign any 485J supplement? Yes. Are you serious? Yes. That's what he said because he was been supporting su supporting to me from since long back from so 2017 H1B and EB3 downgrade I-140s and everything. But all of a sudden, he put a heartbreak saying uh, he's he just simply he didn't say no. Instead of saying no, he was uh, he's just saying uh, let's wait on EB three. Uh, attorneys are suggesting just wait on EB three. That's what he's replying. Oh, wait I, a minute, wait a minute. If, if you don't respond to that RFE, your forty-five will be denied. Right. That's what even I was pleading with them. I was I was planning to make a deal with them in any other ways, but I am not getting successful. So what are here, can I find a new employer who can sign for J? Can I jump the company? Yes. Okay. And so, I'll give you an email address of one of the company if you want to jump the company. You can use this email address and I'm going to give it to you. Okay. Yes, Thank you. You jump the yes, company sir. and come back to us. Oh, we get paid <laughs> when you pay for the 485J supplement. 
So I don't need to, I mean, the new employer need not to submit the uh, labor 140, need not to be started, right? I no, sir. Jump. We are going to use your EB2 to respond to that RFP. Okay. So I can move on to the new employer without any issues. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Okay. So, and then you, you can contact them and they will, you'll have to join them and they will file the 485J supplement. Everything will be better. Okay. So we need to be, when I, when I, when they sign the, the new employer can sign the 485J without joining to them or I need to join them, then they can sign. This guy won't, won't sign unless you join them. Okay. Okay. Next person, please. Han? Yeah. Um, hi, uh, Rahul. I'm a newcomer. And um, my priority date is October 2012. And I downgraded in 2020. And um, I got my um, I-140 approved. Then I got my EAD and AP. And then that expired. And then um, in February of this year, I uh, interfiled because I was current uh, to upgrade to EB2. And then um, in April, I decided to refile in EB2. Um, now, what has happened is that um, my refile that I did in EB2, I did not submit my medicals. With my original downgrade, I had submitted my medicals, but with my refile, I did not submit my medicals. And um, just recently, my EAD in EB2 got approved. So, like, um, my question is that um, uh, should I try to... Where, where, are, where are the files, EB3 and EB2 now? Everything uh, moved from uh, Nebraska to NBC. Okay, go ahead with your question. So my question is, um, since in my refile, I did not include my medicals, should I try to interfile them? Because with my original downgrade in 2020, I did have my medicals. I would do it. Okay. And, uh, and uh, so now I have uh, two EADs as well, one from my EB3 and one from my EB2. In case I decide to change my job, does it matter which EAD I use? No, it doesn't matter. We can tell based on what we wanted, we can tell that EAD we used. Next person, okay. please. Thank you. Hi, Rahul. Um, I had a quick question. So um, in October 2020, uh, we, uh, we know the story. We know the Sorry? story. Yep. We yeah, know like everybody else, we downgraded and then we got EAD AP approved. Uh, and in uh, June, we actually defiled in EB2. And I-140 is approved in both uh, EB3 and EB2 as well. And all our application is currently at NBC now. Um, uh, the EB3 also, uh, EB3 applications also moved to NBC. So everything is at NBC. Um, question to you is, uh, do you think if he interfile, is there any way that- I would uh, not interfile. I would not, I would not interfile. Since everything okay. has moved to NBC, I don't want to touch it. Don't do congressional inquiry. Don't do ombudsman. Don't do expedited. Don't do anything. And sorry to say, shut your mouth and sit down. Okay. 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 All right. Okay. Next person, please. Don't disturb. Ooh. Everything is going smoothly. You disturb it. They call it as caboose. They pull it out from the line, put it at the end. Don't do that. Next person, please. Next person, please. If there are any newcomers, please let our team know you're a newcomer, guys, Hi. and put your camera on. Saurabh, go ahead. Hi, Rahul. Uh, my priority date is December 2013. We filed EB3 downgrade in October 2021. No and, uh, okay. 
And uh, in uh, June of first week of June this year, we filed the EB2485 uh, based on a prior approved e uh, I140. Uh, mm -hmm. So both our, both our files are in NBC uh, right now. So I wanted to know if we should uh, premium process the I140, considering that everything is already in the NBC, will that kind of irritate the file and like you were saying, the caboose situation? Or should we just wait and watch? So your EB3 has moved to National Benefit Center. Yeah, so two weeks after we applied for the uh, EB, EB2, the EB3 also got moved there. They applied the fingerprints from the EB3 to the EB2. And, uh, you know, every and we uh, spoke to Emma today and they said everything is good. Don't just you don't you don't have to do anything so i just wanted to know I mean, since we just... since since your eb3 has moved to nbc i don't have much experience on that aspect though like the way your case is hmm. i would not i still will not do anything okay if it was in uh texas service center or nebraska i would have converted definitely to brain processing right yeah. now i would not do anything because they may now pull your file back to Texas to adjudicate your I-140 application. Exactly. Next yeah. person, okay. please. Thank you. Mahesh. Hi, Rahul. Uh, uh, I have like a I-140 with my employer A. It's in May 2014. Mm -hmm. uh, but I have a new job with the... Uh, I would like to up, go with them. So can I use... Did you file the 485? Did you not uh, not, not yet, not yet. Why not? So, like, my employer wants to like uh, file only if they have an active project. So now, now I have an active project. So, can I use H concurrent filing for for or does it have to be H one transfer altogether? Okay. So, when you say concurrent filing, you mean to say H one B transfer and four eight five? Uh, just H one. Like, uh, right now I'm working for a, uh, a full time. So can I continue? So, so, so you have a company A, which has an I-140 approval. You're working with company B. Now you're moving back to company A. When you say concurrent, yeah. what do you mean by concurrent? H-1B and 485? No, like uh, working oh, for two companies. Okay. Working for both the companies. Well, that's up to, will the consulting company will be okay with it? So, but uh, they are okay, but I have read somewhere like uh, the concurrent H1B cannot be full-time, like uh, you cannot work for 40 hours. It can be, it yeah. can, it can be full-time, but I would suggest though, under your conditions right now, okay, mm -hmm. let's not take any chances whatsoever at all. Go join the consulting company, file the 485, file H1B and 485 together, but not to the same address, but a different address. Or, uh, different address. So right now I'm working as a, this is the new new position is going to be a remote position. So Okay. Okay. The, Leave your current job, join the consulting company, file the H1B, file the 485. Okay, sure. Yeah. Next, that's going to be more safer for you. Next person, please. Praveen. Thank you. Hi, hi, Rahul. This is uh, Praveen actually. So uh, have my I-140 approved in both EB2 and EB3 uh, in with employer A. I moved to employer B and uh, they did a 485J uh, supplement. My question is, is there any way to interfile from EB3 to EB2 using my employer A's uh, 
I want Will the employer A cooperate with you? No. Will employer B cooperate with you? Uh, I checked with employer B. Uh, for now, they said they can't do because it belongs to the employer A, actually. Well, EB3 also belongs to employer A. Yeah, yeah. But well, he used it. Correct. Um, correct. So you can self-port it. It may work. It may not work. Okay. So in if that case... Us, mm -hmm. If you want us to use it, you can send an email. But it's not a foolproof method. Okay. So do I need... So I have a 485J receipt. Is that enough? Or I need the 485J full form to do the interfile? No. In the self-porting, you don't file 485J supplement. You just... Okay. No employer is there yet. Okay. Okay. So if I okay. want your help on that, I should mail you on some address. You, you, you can make a consultation and we will okay. give the credit of that to the fees that we charge for filing okay. self-voting. Okay. 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 So basically I'll get a consultation and then we can discuss on that. Right. Right. We'll go further with it. I'll tell you the risks. I mean, there are no risks. The only mm -hmm. problem is they may or may not honor. That's a risk. Got so it. you okay. pay us the money and then we do it. It doesn't work out. I don't want you to come and say, hey, you know, you told me it worked out. No, I did not. There's a chance of, very decent chance of working out. Got it. Yeah. Thank you. Anita? Next person, please. Uh, Anita? Hi. Uh, I have a question related to I-94. Basically, my I-94 is short list, um, I mean, short data because of my passport. And I got the passport very late in the sense of just a week before When my is your I-94 expiring? Mm -hmm. um, actually, expiring? last week. Last week. It expired? No, no, no. Let me, let me complete my story. Sorry. So before I got expired, my current employer filed for an extension. So right before the day. Um, so USCS received the application for H-1B extension. So mm -hmm. now while the application is pending, I cannot travel, but they were exploring an option because my H-1B is valid until next year end. They're thinking if I can travel uh, now and come back, uh, is that a va valid option? Because um, my I-94 was valid only until 8-9. And USCS received my extension application on the same day. Your um, your I nine the H when is your H four expiring though? It's not H four. It's H one B. So all you were speaking about is H one B. Yes. When did you got your passport extension done? Um. First week of August, but August 9th was the uh, last day for I-94. So on 8th of August, my employer filed for H-1B extension. Because I didn't have a new passport to file, so uh, they couldn't it. do it. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. So now your question is what? So um, if I plan for your travel now, um, while my H-1B is pending, uh, what it would be considered as, because I have a valid H-1B, which is approved until next year end, and my current and you have H-1B- the, you, when, is your, when is your passport stamping for H-1B expires? Uh, passport stamping for H-1B is until next year end. You can, you can travel, man. Absolutely not a problem. 
but uh, the status for I-94 from last week to now, will that be considered as out of status if I travel? No, ma'am. It is period of authorized stay. Oh, okay. Got you. So I can travel uh, whenever I want as long as I have a valid visa stamping on my uh, passport and a visa approved. And not only that, you're also working for the same company. Yes, yes. Yeah, you can do so. Okay, okay. And um, one, one last Sorry. question regarding the same. Uh, mm -hmm. Actually, my employer is trying to file, file an extension and they're thinking to um, do it for three years. You told years. me they already filed it. Yeah, they filed it and um, it will be considered for three years. If I travel now, do they have to withdraw the application? While, you don't have to uh, withdraw, but you will only get it until the passport stamping expires. Unless the other way around is that they can do the premium processing and get that one approved. And that can be approved until 2025. When you come back, you show the H-1B approval from the current company and the I-797 saying that, hey, do I have the stamping here? So give me until 2025, they will give it to you. Oh, got you. Yeah, thank you. Next person, please. Hi, Rahul. Uh, my current employer has submitted my I-140 application on the last of the deadline. Uh, so the USAS has sent the package back. Uh, and my company says it's because of an error committed by the attorney. And they started the whole process from scratch. Uh, now they are doing the prevailing wage again. Uh, I asked for the details of what the exact error, but they refused to uh, share it with me. Uh, so I don't know the Why details. Why would of... you file on the last day? I like I've been uh, asking them to uh, do it early, but uh, uh, it's like the last October they said uh, she uh, the perm was approved, and then uh, I was traveling to you India for a month. You you were like... traveling to India. So... So your travel has nothing to do with it. You can just yeah, still the, travel while- Yeah, the attorney said, uh, since I'm traveling, she couldn't do it immediately. So after coming back, she said she'll do it. And she has been doing all, like, she has asked information for me and she'll never process the application. She waited until like it, the Jan 30th was the last day. She wait, She started doing it from Jan 1st, sorry, June 1st. And uh, June 30th was the uh, last day. And uh, now they're like restarting everything and the timelines I think have gone up uh, for all the steps and I'm wondering if there is like any uh, alternate thing I can do to make sure and also my H1B max out in two years from now uh, so I'm wondering if it's like if there is any other employer who is uh, can I concurrently file for I-140 from a prospective employer you can okay and uh, are there any other options I, could, I should uh, do now Nothing. to if make the, sure if the company is not cooperative there's nothing you can do. Okay. Okay. And also my, uh, the attorney, uh, she has done 485 along with the I-140. Uh, even though I like, I asked why she was doing it. Uh, she like, she doesn't listen Wait. to me and she did it. Wait, where, which country you're born? Uh, India. Yeah, I know. Born? India. Uh, you probably So I, there's no reason. There's no, yes, uh, like my priority date was somewhere in uh, September last year. So there's no How way, there's no reason. Like, I don't know. Uh, she said she wants to file it. I asked for uh, the current date, like takes really long time. There's no need for it. But she said, I'll do it like 
she she just did it and i'm like i don't know maybe that is the reason why they sent the packing pack if if yeah that's probably she sent to the wrong address um <laughs> if she could do it though if the priority date is not current believe me all the people in this line will always go to that lawyer and file the for it yeah yes do you speak telugu yes yeah telugu పంచపాండవులు ఎంతమంది అంటే మంచం కోళ్ళ వల్ల ముగ్గురు అంజు పెట్టింది uh should like uh, that's the other question because my i uh, my h1b max was in 2 years if i move to the new company uh, it takes time to move and the h1b transfer then restarting everything more, i know you contact this company guy i normally i normally have lunch with him every week one time he's a good friend of me contact this guy we can start working as soon as possible that's all i can tell you but that lawyer is completely not even i don't know more on more on more on and i the other thing you need to understand is that i think so there's something wrong with you wish yeah imagine this you have a thousand friends who are waiting for priority date which is not current mm-hmm. and you have this miracle goddess who says that then file the 485 That yep. is miracle. It, it cannot be. So she only told me that the other reason was she wasn't telling me this early. Like before, uh, in uh, like in the next few weeks, she has to submit it. That's when she says, "I need this other information. I need your birth certificate." I was like, "Why do I need the birth certificate?" She said, that's "Like I'm doing the, I four eight five." That's, that's when I knew. That's not the question. Yeah. Wish you should have known that she is not good. Yeah. Okay. Like you know, there's something called caveat emptor. We call it in English. uh that's a latin word actually you need you should have known that okay so contact this guy we will be the lawyers if you want to okay next person please okay. that is really a dumb to file a 485 last person today and i will have some time for questions guys so if you can leave messages i'll try to answer hi rahul thanks for taking this i got rfe for medical exam and current marriage legitimacy my question is how many photos do i need to send to prove the current legitimacy and 40 to 50 uh, thank you and hepatitis b my civil surgeon is not aware that the hepatitis b is required for uh, the rfe and he has is not adding it is there a uscis link that i can share with him uh, that's what no, he asked no 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 go with another one who is aware of it that's better okay I it's already have my packet. Okay, so I, no, I'm primary. I, I have the two uh, hepatitis in the packet, but my wife, who is derivative, doesn't have uh, the hepatitis B entered. So should I still proceed with RFE submission? You have the hepatitis, but she doesn't have. Correct. My uh, in my application. So your doctor I'm, is different than her doctor. same doctor but for some reason she had he added my dosage both but he's not adding for her and asking for a uscis reference link go to the different doctor i don't know you can google it i just have to google the same thing for you uh, i tried sorry i'm asking this i i couldn't get it okay i i, I don't know where to get it to i'll have to search for it 
if you have a consultation i will get it but then hey you can get that one online okay and uh, live, mm-hmm. don't don't send yours send both the okay. people together got it can i uh, uh, should i use attorney or should i send rfe response if it's, myself if it's or medical if it's medical and living together documents though i'm okay if you don't and i've sent you the list of all the documents what you can send it okay thank you so much sir Please and you me. don't need affidavits that they tell you okay okay got it nadish uh, oh, let's go back to um newcomer this is venkat didn't get an opportunity to ask question receive current marriage legitimacy rfe how many photos i need okay the same guy i think so uh i sent you what are the documents required venkat raj i have approved i140 with previous two companies in ev to my prior date is current their current company is not able to process green card because the question is eliminated is there a possibility of joining the new company and they can file the 485 directly without doing labor now raj the previous two companies one of the company should cooperate with you in giving the 485j supplement there is somewhere some misconception people are thinking they can come to me and without the cooperation of the previous company i can file the 485 now they're making an appointment we have to cancel it and then we have to you know refund the money don't make an appointment if you any of your previous companies are willing to support you you come back to me and it's money for me mamata um h45 exchange of strategy considered if traveling outside the country while i and hence h4 ead mamta if it's an extension and a ead if you travel outside the country it's not considered to be abandoned if it's a transfer from f1 to h4 or h1 to h4 and you leave the country your h4 will be denied your ead will be denied but in your case if you go and get the stamping done your ead will be adjudicated accordingly sai got gc good congrats um thank you uh, i ha- I have a given name, nineteen characters. Uh, last letter is missing on GC for it. Is there an issue? Um, for in the in the in the I one forty seven ninety seven, they have the same issue. Absolutely not an issue. Whenever you come in, if they doubt it, they will do biometrics. If you are not the person, they'll put you in jail. But you are the person. You'll be fine. Absolutely not pro- problem. Ashish got the GC name. When can I leave the employer? Yesterday. You can leave him yesterday. You can leave him now. I have appointment for two people. H one H H four is not planning to travel. Can I go ahead? H one B standing with that appointment. Yes, you can. You can go, Harish. If primary four eight five approved spouse is still pending, can the spouse continue working on the H four EAD? no they should be working on the 485 ead technically their h4 ead is no longer valid prashant patel i am h1b and i have gc ead in hand can i accept reimbursement from travel expenditure from conference sponsor not my employer when i am going to speak you can prashant you have an ead you can yeah good suggestion vijay sai is saying that you need to go to cdc website for h1b uh, the hepatitis b requirement thank you uh, vijay 
can I go to Mexico or Canada for visa stamping? My one forty is approved. I have a visa stamp, stamping in India in from two thousand sixteen. You can if you get an appointment for third country nationals. You can. My GC with the wrong class of admission printed out E18 instead of E17. Will this be a big problem or do I need to go for correction? We, we, I would not do anything if I were you. Vijay, newcomer. Uh, my 485 moved to NBC and then they filed then to field office on July 26, after submitting the interfiling request. I would like to interfile my medical. Where do I need to send the medical? Is it a good idea? Based on the effort timing, is it eligible to submit the normal processing request? Is it good? Um, field office. Right now, Vijay, I want you, if you're submitting the medical, so make sure the doctor gives you two original documents, though. Make sure you give two original documents. Two original because one to submit it as a, a interfiling, one to submit it if you get an RFP. And uh, another thing is that no, I would not want you to raise a service request or anything like that. Everything is going smoothly. And if you want to interfile the medical, the place you need to do is actually going to be the field office, though, because it is pending. Uh, Ajit, what is the difference between RFE and RFIE? I have an RFE, but my friend has an RFE still waiting for the receipt of the letter. Uh, RFIE typically is for medicals, though, sometimes for the birth certificate. RFE, I mean, RFE, RFA means initial information. RFE is, can be for medicals. It can also be for medicals and the 485J supplement. For a uh, Pavani, 485 moved to NBC in July 2010. Very clear refile 485, if the EB2485 application with the medical supply. Can I expect this to be processed before September? Uh, so I don't know when you refile, uh, refiled it though. So typically they are adjudicating the applications that we filed in April of 2000 and uh, April of 2000, refiled in April 28th. Yeah, yeah, it, there's a good chance, Pavani. We are noticing a lot of those approvals that were filed in April and some in May also. Thank you guys. The next uh, uh, conference call will be tomorrow at 11.30. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.